That's it, mate. No time like the present. Uh, another day, another dollar, brother. Early bird gets the worm. Okie dokie, pesto gnocchi. Here we go with another episode of The Four Man Wall, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Jashana. I was part of my first ever motoring breakdown today, but joining me from the far too sunny eastern suburbs is in denial over Melbourne City's ACL performance. It's Melbourne City mega fan, Andy Gibson. Uh, thanks, Jashan. Yeah, I have been a bit down in the dump since uh, the, the result on Tuesday night, uh, Melbourne City... Uh, not going through, but um, your intro there has uh, just cheered me back up. So, yeah, thanks thanks for that, mate. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pesto, pesto knocky uh, makes everyone happy. Absolutely. Uh, the third voice you're going to hear is that of a man. He's got a broken lawnmower. On Twitter, he's NPL player Oscopes, but here he is Damon Sarah. Well, uh, fact-checking once again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. The, the lawnmower is fixed. Oh, Oh, hell Fixed yes. it. Only the truth here <laughs> okay. on this podcast. Uh, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> funny you mention uh, pesto because I've got a lot of basil growing in the garden at the moment. <laughs> Free and, to the uh, listeners. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously in dire need of uh, making some pesto, so I may even try my hand at uh, making some pesto gnocchi. You beauty. Any pine nuts in the garden? Well, uh, no, there isn't, and oh. that is the only thing I'm missing. That's all right. You'll find some. Track, track some pine nuts down. Oh, that is that is good. Whoever writes in with a question from the listeners there will get some free demo-made pesto. <laughs> and, uh, Please, last... <laughs> I'm seriously happy to make more because I have way too much basil. Makes for a great and last but not least... Thanks, Basil. He's on a one-man mission to get the A-League's TV ratings ahead of Peppa Pig. <laughs> It's Nicholas. Well, I was just so shocked by what you mentioned on the last pod about Peppa Pig. I was like, don't need Paramount Plus anymore. Ten Bold will do it for me. Wonderful. And also, Paramount Plus didn't work for me on Saturday, so... Yeah, you hate to see it. Bloody hell. Oh, God. It rears its ugly head again. First things first, I mean, we've got lots to talk about today. A lot of games, obviously, the ACL with Melbourne City, which we'll start off with shortly. But um, how are you boys handling this humid heat? Because it's fucking muggy. Is this what Brisbane's oh. like? This is what Brisbane's like all the time. Oh, shit. I'll, I hate Brisbane. I've never met anyone nice from Brisbane. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Damo. Speak just the truth. Now, just now, I'm starting to get a little bit of a breeze come through. Yeah, it's starting to drop off. A little bit of a southerly. A little bit dropped off uh, here um, as well in the last obviously hour. Obviously, the, the southerly's got to go through Melbourne, so you're probably feeling it. A bit better than I am here, but mm. um, no, it's a, actually quite a nice breeze out there at the moment. And as you as you said, the the heat, the humidity is uh yeah, um, I, I'm <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> it's brutal, but yes, the southerly wind always are uh, always there to help. We are glad for the southerly wind. I don't want the to southerly open my window but, uh, because of the thunderstorm asthma alert. It told me not to open my windows. Yeah, shut it down, chuck on the AC, she'll be right. They but, said um, not to speaking... run the AC either. Well, fuck that. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Uh, speaking of south, Melbourne City not going north in the ACL. Um, Andy and Nick, I believe you guys attended the game yesterday? Regrettably. 
down at Icon Park. Christopher Economides Park. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Prince's Park down there. Uh, one all draw with Zhejiang, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Andy, I'll start with you. What um, what happened here? Why 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 the draw? Why not the win? Oh, mate, uh, I, w- I wish I could answer that, but yeah, it's uh, incredibly fr- uh, frustrating and disappointing. Um, you know, it was mm. our own fault. Like we had several chances, especially in the second half, where you know we got to you know the last player they where they just needed to finish it, and you know either completely messed up the finish or messed up the pass, you know, to the last player. Um, so many mistakes like that going forward, you know. Lots of those we, we should have scored from, um, but we didn't. So, yeah, only got the one goal. And then, yeah, that, that last um, corner didn't defend well enough and let the goal in. So, yeah, extremely disappointing because we, we needed the win to, you know, keep it in our own fate. And now it's, uh, yeah, extremely unlikely that we're going to go through. So, yeah, it's just very disappointing, you know, especially after last time we are in the Champions League and um, we didn't go through even though we were undefeated because most of our mm. results were draws. But, you know, not only this game, the other games we've played so far, we've let ourselves down as well, like that last one against um, Kofu in Japan. You know, Jamie Young made those, those two... Um, costly errors, cost us a couple of goals. We should have won that game. There's a few games this Champions League that we, we should have won and, and we didn't. So, yeah, it's these opportunities don't come around very often um, and you never know when you're going to get to play Champions League again. So it feels like as a as a fan base we've been let down a little bit. So, yeah, just, mm. just very disappointed, unfortunately. That is some harsh words, Andy. I've never seen you. I've never heard you speak so negatively <laughs> about anything in your entire. I know. Life. Yeah, it's, uh, it takes a lot for me to yeah get get negative, but yeah, as I yeah. said, just, they didn't. Uh, I know it was a hot night, and they've had you know a hectic travel travel schedule the last month, but I don't know. It just didn't look like they were a all bit there. Of rotation, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe play a few of the other guys. Like, yeah. Oh Jesus. Yes. Who knows? You, Nick, you were there as well. Um, there are a few flares. I'm sure you were the one who set them off, obviously. Um, but I guess, were there any players that stood out as kind of letting the team down specifically? Um, that's a bit harsh. Uh, it is a bit harsh, but this is harsh stuff. He's got a, yeah. I don't want to be harsh with you know? No, you got to be. Mate, I, I'm just some guy sitting in my body, you know. Yeah, gaming rig at home, slouching <laughs> back on a Wednesday night, uh, uh, trying to say, damn shit, when now bloody, uh, I was getting sweaty just oh, from doing a reverse parallel park on Rural Parade, you know? I'm, like, sure, I'm sure the players alone. would agree that they were shit, though. I okay, well, Damo, if you watch the game, Damo, are there any I'll, players that stood out to you? I watched you? the first half. Okay. I fell asleep. <laughs> Far out. That was, a, that was the most <laughs> important uh, half. I understand that, but I I have to echo the the co- the the commentator, the commentator's mm. sentiment about uh, uh what, what they called Shou Zhang, um, Zhejiang, Zhou Zhang, yeah, being just that that little bit more uh, intense in their uh, forward pr- um, press and the way that they went forward, 
It just looked like Melbourne City were kind of just going through the motions when they were attacking uh, and didn't really look like they were going to or really motivated to mm. score a goal. Like, obviously, they scored and uh, that, that's great, but the intent just wasn't there, like, the whole mm. time, I feel. Right. And I think yeah. that's when a little bit of rotation definitely could have helped. Those young, the younger guys or the guys who aren't getting as much game time can help, you know, uh, bring forward some yeah, bit, momentum bit because they want to prove their point. Mm. Yeah, exactly. where was BJ Mazzeo? Come on now. Yeah, absolutely. Like this young guy's made his starting debut in the A-League, scored a goal and mm. he put in an overall like really good performance. And yeah. where, where is he? He, like, he wasn't even in the squad, wasn't on. on the bench. Yeah, that's right. Like, what what are what are we saying to these mm. kids? Like, what do we say to these guys? Yeah, it's interesting okay. because like the, that lack of that lack of intent you you talk about was probably something that m- was mirrored in the grand final. Not to bring up bad memories, Andy, but <laughs> mirrored in the grand final last year. And obviously, yeah. we kind of put that down to Rado at the time. But if if this lack of intent keeps you know coming up, like, is there an issue with the leaders amongst the well, squad? Yeah, yeah, I, I I would potentially say so, and I think that probably coincided with uh, Patrick as Norbo leaving. Yep. All right. And uh, yeah, so interesting time ahead with Casnorbo uh, being a free agent now. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Yeah, I'm intrigued where he's going to mm. go. Western United, they need someone to save them because they are <laughs> trash right now. Um, Nick, you you posted on your story there was some flares thrown up. Uh, is that kind of like a bit of a shock to see that still happening? Or is it just kind of a bit of a fun? No pyro, no party, you know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's only Carlton's home ground, so burn yeah. down a stand or two, you know, wouldn't be much loss to the community. Far out, all right. It's good to get some anti-Carlton sentiment <laughs> onto this podcast. That's good to hear. <laughs> Sorry to our Carlton fans who are listening. Um, they don't. Yeah, fair enough. All right, they're, they're all too wealthy. Um, okay, well, unless you guys have more 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 to say on this, we'll we'll move on to happier topics. I reckon. Well, I'll I'll just kind of finish off by saying that obviously Melbourne City two years in a row failing to get out of what in past years we would probably consider them having an easy group. Yeah. Uh, mm. Look at some of the teams that Sydney FC had to play a few years back against um, Yokohama F Marinos, against Ange Postacoglu, yeah, and if against like the Chinese teams in their obviously their most their wealthy phase, their most spendingest phase, mm. and uh, honestly, think these are two really, really, really good opportunities that City have squandered. Qualify? You never oh, know. obviously they can, but they've. <laughs> Not made it easy. If you're listening, you know by now. We just... what, what do they need to do to get through now? What needs to happen? Oh, they need to hope that Jean Book um, loses, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, they're playing, and I think they're playing Bangkok United, who are undefeated on top of the group at home. So, so you can't rule I, it out completely. I, I understand that, but the, the but fact of the Bangkok, matter. Yeah. Sh- is shouldn't have that. to that. They should. It shouldn't get to this point for City. Yeah, it was. It was in. They they would have qualified last night if they didn't concede that last goal. It would yeah. have been guaranteed. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Um. Just yeah, they should have. They should have already been up by two or three nil by then. 
Yeah, they should have. Yeah, so uh, they were walking it. They were walking it into the net, but couldn't connect in the box. Exactly. Yeah. It's just and that you shouldn't last be losing. Game. You shouldn't be losing to Bury Ram United either. If we're being perfectly candid about it. No, we shouldn't have let ourselves. Just goes so to I show. think the bigger issue is like with all the foreign investment from City Football yeah. Group, that uh, City is the best team that you know. The uh, you know you can muster up. Um. He's still second fiddle to a second division Japanese side. Yeah, uh, exactly. What would happen if we're playing like, you know... Um, Al-Nasa. Yeah, you know, Osaka. Yeah, uh, we wouldn't play Al-Halal. No, but um, in, the, in the final or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that won't happen. <laughs> what, what, what I was um, trying to get to is that maybe... It's going to sound like an excuse, but maybe... The climate of the A-League isn't just suited for continental football. You know, in Europe, you qualify, you keep, you retain, the, you largely retain the whole squad going into the next year, unless you're probably more of a feeder club, like an I, like, like you know, like an Ajax will probably go through like a, a list cull every three or four years, like when they're fresh crop, like matures. Um, there's a lot of journeymen in the city team currently. It's a very different mm-hmm. squad to what made them worthy qualifiers over the from the previous two seasons effort. I think that's you know, a fair if, point. If, but... if, if, if I can't if, if I just if I just finish my point. Yeah yeah if my dad's sister if my dad's sister was a brother, I'd call her my like then I, then I'd have an uncle kind of thing. It's just not worth reflecting over. How's that expression go? It's a fair point. There's been I'd have no idea <laughs> but um I think it is a it is a fair point you make about the turnover. Like that is a unique but, situation. Like you know, like uh like us uh tall guy Arslan is class and um he would have and he would have been getting a lot more praise if he um if he joined last year and fitted into that team. But like what does uh Jackalish, Liam, uh uh Jamie Young, uh you know um, Saki Natal Saki what have they done like what's the connection there that, you know of them playing in continental football um, they didn't they didn't work towards it last season um, you know compared to you know compared to maybe I'm not too sure what the culture's like you know in Southeast Asia like in Korea or Japan or China where they might be able to retain more of the squad. There's just so much squad turnover than when you get when you change six of your players each season. What's what's keeping it all together? You know. Mm. But that that is a unique situation to City and and how many players left, and that's understandable. Yeah. Um, I don't know necessarily if it's an excuse, but it could be some part of the reason. But obviously, Western Sydney in the past have proven that you can do it. Yeah. Adelaide have had good runs as well, so it can yeah, be done. But, um. West Melbourne City, um, so Western Sydney lost two group games in that first season where they won it. Mm. Melbourne City still haven't lost more than one game. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's you gotta cruel. get them wins though, brother. <sighs> yeah, do. it's cruel. Yep. And you know, Central Coast have had lots of turnover as well, and they're top of their group in the AFC Cup. Oh yeah, in the yeah, AFC the Cup, Cup. different on. level. <laughs> yeah, that's a farmers league. Come on. <laughs> All right. Okay, fair enough. They have scored 19 goals so far on the group stage. Um, okay. I, th- I think uh, that'll do for the ACL. Hopefully, uh, John Book allow Melbourne City to get through and we can see where uh, where Yakalish takes them. It won't happen because Bangkok United, even though the better team on the table currently, have nothing to play for. So, 
They'll park the bus and mm. play the kids, basically. Yeah, park yeah, park the bus, play the kids, mm. put the feet up. Well, that is morbid to think about. You never know. But what's a bit more fun? What's a bit more fun, I reckon, is uh, Bruno Fornaroli <laughs> right now because for the second time this season, he scored four goals in a game. Oh, this time against the best defensive team in the league in Western Sydney. It's insane. Victory with a 4-3 win over them. Um, t- burning question number one. Three burning questions. Damo, should Bruno Fornaroli be in the next Socceroos squad? Uh, if you mean to be in the uh, Asian Cup squad? Yes. Uh, yes, obviously. Easy. Easy money. Easy, easy. Over Jamie McLaren? Easy. Easy money. Easy money. Mm-hmm. Easy money. Over, over Mitch Duke? E- oh, no. 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 They can work together. No, you can work them together. We need Mitch a partnership Duke. up there. Yeah. Righto. Okay. I feel like they're like, two very similar players. They can hold up the ball very well, but I think Mitch Duke is obviously more adept. To our system. I'd use Fornaroli before anyone else after Mitch Duke. Right. Okay. So age. My name's Damo and I grow tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Good effort there, Nick. So, Just so, slide so, it so on in. for you, Damo. That's all right. <laughs> One second. Exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Look, yeah. So, so age not a concern. He's banging in goals nah, right now. It. He just he brought up his hundredth goal in the A League, I think, with that effort. Yep. Against Western Sydney. Um. Andy, do you think victory Western Sydney is that potentially a uh, you know future grand final matchup? The way these two teams are playing right yeah, now, yeah, definitely. Um, I think both teams will be you know they're deep into the final series and up near the, the top end of the table. So, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see them playing off uh, against each other in the grand final, which would be a very very juicy matchup, especially you know mm. um, to the fact that both teams have you know very strong supporter bases and big active groups and just big fan bases. So you can imagine the, the atmosphere that those two teams would bring, whether it's in Melbourne or Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if, if Sydney wasn't to be in it, I'd, I would uh, would love to see that purely from a, from an ent- entertainment perspective. Mm. See how many goals Bruno can score in the grand final. Make it five or six. Like. Yeah, and, and if Barello oh, gets Archie Thompson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, so Western Sydney, we're missing. The yeah, he's, he's in, he uh, broken foot, I think. Right. Mm. It does probably miss the Asian Cup. Yeah, I think I think right. so. that he is was brutal. to be selected. That is brutal. Because he he adds so much to West. Like Antonson, I think is finding his feet. He's looking better. But um, it, there's just a lack of dynamism. I think Milanovic is good, but he's no, he's no, he's no Borello. Same with your Pieris and, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to. It's hard to hard to replace they a guy need a like little Brando bit of Borello. stability, really, if you ask me. I think they've they've chopped and changed a lot over the first couple of months of the league starting, and I think they just need a bit of bit of bloody stability. Just get get your striker Antonson, get Brook in behind him, get you know you some wingers that you, you're happy with. But at the moment, I mean, scoring goals doesn't really seem like it's an issue for the no. Wanderers. But yeah, I just don't know who who their best players are. Mm. It's a fair shout. Hendricks looks pretty good so far. He put in a beautiful ball for their third goal. That was. Inch perfect. 
But um, more on, on victory, uh, I'll, I'll ask you, Nick. Obviously, like, mm. the squad is somewhat different to theirs last season. But mm. in terms of the football and the way they're playing, like, why mm. are they getting these wins? They're one of the two undefeated teams in the league so far. Is it just Bruno Fornaroli is too good right now? Or is it more of a system situation? I feel like it's just, you know, just more familiarity with one another. Um, they got, like, you know, um, some good some good signings. Over the off season, like Zizou, um, <laughs> not that Zizou. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Machash, I mean, uh, and also Daniel Arzani is playing in a in a good environment. Uh, he's starting to get some, you know, some form in. And Fornaroli is having his one of his best seasons ever. It's a bit of everything, you know. Um, mm. I've I've been enjoying watching Victory, Victory play. I think. Uh, the yardstick's going to be the derby uh, in a fortnight's time. Yeah. And I think uh, they could make their name uh, by by uh, getting uh, getting the points and getting being a couple goals to the good of City. Nah, Bloody not going to happen, mate. Not going to happen. <laughs> well, Andy, I'm kind of looking at this from an impartial view. Uh, you know, not going to happen, not going to happen. Uh, we all know how well City did does in uh, crucial yeah, we'll games fr- from last night. <laughs> we'll see, we'll so you'd, you'd be you'd be tipping victory right now if, if that was to happen, Satan. Oh, yes, I would be tipping victory um, if they were to be playing this weekend, uh, and it's not going to change by the time the weekend after rolls around. Yeah, fair dues. Tegan, um, Brimmer look really good in central midfield as well as a pairing. I'm, I'm liking that quite a lot, quite a lot indeed. Um, in terms of the other games over the course of the weekend, I'll just run, I'll run through the uh, the score lines. We can get into more detail in a second. Brisbane Raw, yeah, the boys, two 0 win over Adelaide. We cannot be stopped. Yes, the Brisbane Raw. <laughs> I like that. I like that very very much. <laughs> uh, Newcastle Jets, a surprise three 0 win over Wellington. Macarthur, not a pub team anymore. They beat Sydney two 0 They're top of the table. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? MacArthur, top of the table. Unbeaten. What's going on? Yeah, unbeaten. <laughs> uh, City City beat Perth Glory 2-1, and Central Coast got a handy win over Shitters Western United 4-0. Damo, I'll, I'll ask you any games that you want to talk about in specificity. Oh, specificity. I would like to talk about the uh, Brisbane Raw. Yeah! Uh, just nice. about Adelaide United. Uh Firstly, uh, firstly, Brisbane Raw under Ro- and the Ross Aloisi is like kind of going to the the tip or the the spare junkyard place and finding <laughs> junkyard a, a bit of gold. A bit of treasure. <laughs> okay, so what is the junkyard in this analogy? Is the city of Brisbane the junkyard? I think it's mostly just the the quality of Australian coaches <laughs> of coaches. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all in all honesty, um, obviously Ross Aloisi working under Ange Postecoglou as a lot of managers, Australian uh, budding managers have been, um, has done a, a wonderful job uh, mm-hmm. coming to Brisbane. And pretty much just turning the whole club around. Um, they oh, have yeah. an identity. 
Uh, they want Queenslanders at the club, and you can only really just see by the the turnouts of the the den. Obviously, not, the not massive, but at least there's a little bit of a growth there, and yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, there's there's a good there feeling around there? the Riz at the moment, and yes, <laughs> there is. <laughs> Yes, and he's played his young players, you know, Coletti uh, starting every game. These players are doing really, really well, and the, the style of football is just really, really attractive. So it's good signs at uh, at Brisbane at the moment. And Jay O'Shea, just top class, just a classy player, always does well. Miljusinic has gone to a whole new level. Yep. Uh Finally scoring, finally just using his pace a bit better. And just some standard good players just going up a level, and it's good to see. It's what happens when you've got a good play style and someone who believes in you. Hell yeah. And on the Big other, boss Ross. On the other side of the fence, old Carl V having a bit of a troubled time at uh, Adelaide United at the moment. I mean, they're only sixth. They're yeah, only sixth. I know, but not, not quite as uh, promising as it once was at the beginning of the season. Mm. Not sure. After as, the 6-0 six, uh, six yeah, against us. It's, it's, right, it's, we'll, it's been a bit downhill from then, so form of Erin Kunda obviously being put into question a bit as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, in great detail later, but like... I mean, all of us kind of predicted Adelaide to not be quite as good as last season, some more than others. I think it was you, Nick. Did you initially predict Adelaide to not make the finals? Me? Yeah. Or was it Andy? It was one of you uh, two. Cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, I think it might have been. I believe I'm the one that put my neck on the line that said Melbourne City wouldn't make the finals. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. Mate. It's happening. I, I guarantee it. But are we seeing, like, either Andy or Nick can talk? I don't really mind. Uh, the lack of Craig Goodwin, the lack of your leader, the lack of your star player starting to come through in these kind of difficult games. I don't really have someone who can drag them out of a hole. Yeah, fair fair point uh, that I think. that's that Those are the situations when you you need that um, that leadership that Craig Goodwin definitely brought. Um, they've obviously still got, you know, quality on the pitch. But, yeah, that, um, like you said, Jashan, the, these times when you you need to dig deep and yeah dig yourself out of a bit of a hole and a bit of a, a little mini rut that they're in at the moment um that's when you, you create good wins and players like that can really um you know bring bring them team morale up and and get get them out of the hole so um yeah time will tell in the next few weeks whether um someone else will step up in that role and um, bring the team up but um yeah well, I just have to wait and see for the next few games. Yeah, you beauty. Um, plenty of time, obviously, left in the season. It's still early yeah. days. But um, I think it's fair to say, lads, Western United, they're led by a fraud in John Aloisi, the lesser of the Aloisi brothers in terms of coaching. Uh, Nick, will Western United finish bottom of the table this season? Uh, I'll be close between them and Newcastle. Oh, well, <laughs> Newcastle won 3-0, but uh, yeah, that was a now. lucky win. That was a lucky win. 3-0, lucky win? Are you having a laugh? Oh, mate, they're just... Lucky win, lucky yeah, win. 3-0. Okay. All right, <laughs> Glory. I, I swap, I, I, I swap, I'll swap Newcastle out for Perth Glory. All right, hell yeah, we'll take that. We'll take that. You beauty. 
Oh, God. Did you watch uh, either of the City game or the Central Coast game? Oh, no. I was busy on Friday watching a movie. (laughs) What were you watching, lad? (laughs) Devil Wears Prada. Oh, God. (laughs) Instead of the City game. Actual? Yeah, actual. (laughs) I respect that. Uh, This is a man's class. (laughs) (laughs) Damo's happy with that. And then then on Saturday, uh, we watched Interstellar. Oh, a couple of movies, I'll tell you that for that's free. A movie, actually, that's a couple, that's a couple of movies. movies. Classic. Oh, Jesus Christ. So what, what other games did you watch, Nick? I, I want to pick your brains about something before we move on. That's, uh, listeners, that's code for uh, none of us watch any games, and so we actually want to talk about something that we actually know about. Devil's Wear, Devil Wears Prada, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I watched the Paris Fashion Week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> um, I watched uh, Victory put on a clinic. You watched, need it? Watched, uh, I watched uh, the live reaction of the Bayern youth scouting department realised they've uh, signed the wrong the wrong youngster. Should have gone for Jez Lofthouse. Jezzy Lofthouse, yes. <laughs> Brutal. Did anyone watch MacArthur beat Sydney? I watched the first goal. Yes, I thought, yes, I did. I okay, can't, I can't right. remember Let's... the most of it, but I, I do remember Holman's great goal. Yes, I felt and like Redmayne's incredibly good uh, <laughs> red card. <laughs> that was so <laughs> Nick. Strange. Nick, take it away. Nick, Nick, Nick. Yeah, come I on. Nick, I, want to I feel like um, this is a poor performance from Sydney Sydney Football Club. Uh, known colloquially as Sydney FC, uh, yes, they correct. were they had no interest in attacking, uh, and then uh, Red Redmayne uh, decided to he's know, washed. Deny a clear goal scoring opportunity, get a bit of red card for your main. Oh um, yeah, I see what you did there. Very nice. Uh, oh. And then uh, the first goal from MacArthur, they were just like, Sydney was asleep at the real. Um, the four defenders there just all stopped and looked as the ball down the way to the MacArthur striker. His name is... Valerjamin. 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 Jake Holman. Jake Holman. Jake Holman. And he just... Beautifully, uh, place it in the net. Just like Australian Messi. (laughs) Is Jake Um, Holman the Australian Messi? (laughs) Okay. You mean you mean you mean you mean Inter? Do you mean Inter Miami currently uh, has the Argentinian Holman playing for them? (laughs) 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 This is the the kind of good content you don't get on uh, Football Friends with that instead. Yeah, but like the way he took that ball and controlled it and just. Nonchalantly placed it in the oh. bottom corner was chef's kiss. And then Sydney Sydney FC, to their credit, uh, kind of like switched on after they went down and conceded. Uh, they started peppering MacArthur, you know, a bit of pepper, bit of a uh, bit of Salt Bay action. But uh, you know, uh, the salt landed on the chopping board and not the steak. Uh, all the peppering. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't fruitful, and uh, MacArthur landed the killer blow in the 86th minute with Valia Germain. 
Okay, I don't know if you have a peak moment of the week or not, but that right there, what you just said with the pepper, can easily be the peak moment of the week within the entire Australian football media. My peak moment of the week is food related. Oh, please take it away. It's always bloody food related. (laughs) It's more stadium food. I've lost the plot. (laughs) Nick, peak moment of the week. Go on. Andy, what did you have for dinner tonight? Um, grilled. <laughs> good old, good old <laughs> so we, we, so the podcast was running thirty minutes late because we're waiting for you to get some grilled in your belly. Oh, I got it on the go. I, you know, I had to eat something before the pod. Well, what um burger did you get? Uh, mustard and pickled, mate. Beautiful. Oh, bloody hell! Sean, how about you? Oh, I'm a Simon Says kind of guy. I keep. It oh, simple. I mean, what did you have for dinner tonight? Oh, me personally, dinner. I haven't had dinner yet, but uh, I will be eating leftover pizza. Mm. Yeah. What type? Uh, Aussie. Oh, great oh, choice, nah. great choice. Yeah, not a, not a fan. chuck an egg on there, mate. Yeah. Oh, grow up, Andy. <laughs> Andy, do you like Hawaiian? I do. Oh, Love how Hawaiian. can you like Hawaiian but not like Aussie? It, get rid, it takes the best parts of Hawaiian and eliminates the... Worst parts, which is the pineapple. Yeah, but that's the best part. It's got that sweetness. I love the pine. I love pineapple on pizza. Yeah, thank you, Damo. Can't get into a pineapple on pizza debate <laughs> yeah, we're live on air. <laughs> Bloody no, hell, hey, Damo! Damo! Top- Damo! What did you have for dinner tonight? <laughs> a uh, zuper duper. <laughs> I can respect Gourmet that. Gourmet feast in Tatura. None of you said the answer I wanted. Uh, for me, I had a reheated uh, lamb korma that Steph made in the slow cooker Ooh. on Saturday. Shout yeah, out, yeah. Steph. Shout out, Steph. That lamb was very tasty. Did you uh, have a garlic succulent. naan with it? I did yeah. on Saturday oh. night. Whilst I was watching uh, oh. Sydney, whilst I was watching Sydney FC, uh, Mister Mister hit get the chopping board and not the steak with their peppering. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, you ever gone, us lads, uh, are you going to Sean to gather around? We're going to gather around. Uh, oh, no, shit, you night round, round, sorry. Thank uh, you yeah, that's the one. Too many, too many magic rounds these days. Please eliminate two. Um, and we're going to be flying into Sydney, Sydney Kingsford Smith Airport. And, you know, we might get a bit hungry because we're landing in at 12.05pm uh, yep. on Friday. Prime time for lunch, you know, us and the boys. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're going to be getting a bit hungry. Uh, members of the public, please be aware, if you go up asking Melbourne Victory players and staff if they work for KFC, <laughs> you will be featured as a peak A-leg moment of the week on the Four Man Wall podcast. <laughs> that was very funny. That's a good peak moment. That's that was a, a golden video. If anyone uh, hasn't seen I it, saw, like, I saw please. it shared with... Uh, it was shared... Uh, on Instagram, and it's like thirty minutes ago. I'm like, oh, I want to, I want this to get big so it can be a PK league of the week moment. And then I checked it again tonight. I'm like, uh, fuck it. <laughs> Describe the video for those who haven't seen it. So it's just like some daughter or child of a of a mum. Often mums have children. Um, often, yes. Made Quite like often. a TikTok, like zooming into her mum asking these. Uh, alleged KFC staff members, and she's like, my mum's just bothered these people thinking they work for KFC and, like, doing a bit of Zoomer terminology, like, 
LMAO, no Riz. <laughs> <laughs> no Riz. <laughs> to be clear, Melbourne Victory have a KFC sponsorship, so they have the KFC logo on their shirt. I wonder sleeve. if uh, so J Mac gets there. asked. Um, I wonder if uh, J Mac gets uh, asked if the ice cream machine's working when he rocks the <laughs> Macca's logo. <laughs> it never is, fellas. Never it is. never is. Rest, rest in peace, the uh, Mac is Sunday. Also, honourable mention to Tolgay Arslan and Saki for wearing Carlton jumpers just to piss Andy off. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, thank you for saying. Yeah, I was like going to bring that up. Uh, oh, Andy was very displeased, <laughs> as is Beige as well, right? Yeah, Beige, yeah. As I said, lucky they're good, good players. <laughs> I'll forgive uh, them this they're once. They're all right. They're not, not playing that good at the moment. Um, all right. All right, mate. Thanks for the <laughs> Those are the games. Any other points from the actual football over the weekend, or shall we move um, forward? I was just going to say, what do, what do you boys think about the red card that Redman got? Do you think it's a red, or do you think it's just a yellow? Because I thought it was a bit harsh, but I don't know. It was know. very quick. Um, what about, yeah, there's another dodgy referee decision too, but to answer yours, Andy, I reckon... Um, I reckon you can't be too surprised getting a red card for that, you know. Uh, I'm not familiar with the... I know, like, goalkeeper handout equals bad, so you're already in a dangerous position. I don't know the rules of the game well enough to know what the technical uh, line is for the for red and not. But I think uh, it deserves a red card purely because it's quite high up on the fuck around and find out scale. <laughs> that is um, true. So right. you can't be too surprised. I don't know. Look at you using the Zuma lingo. Very nice. <laughs> I didn't think his arm was in an unnatural position, though. That was... Yeah, and here I am. I get reprimanded when I bring out that phrase, phrase in meetings, so... <laughs> you probably should... <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't bring that up in a meeting. Okay. <laughs> Bloody hell, Nicholas. Bloody hell. Yeah, no, red card for me. Uh, probably because I'm a little bit anti-red main at the moment in terms of my personal bias, but... World Cup qualifying hero. Yeah... Yeah, he's he's just uh, he's just a bit lost. Forever be indebted for that one specific moment. Yeah, his whole that's right, exactly. And, and I'm sure and that's also all that matters he, for him. And also because he made a fool of uh, Brennan Santalab. Oh yes, huh. true. A few years prior. Anti Santalab nomenclature on the podcast here, fellas. But I reckon those will be the games. Yeah. Uh, we've got some segments to get stuck oh, actually, into. There's yeah, also on, another Nick. one. There was a penalty in or out of the box at Western Sydney Melbourne Victory. Did you see that? Uh, they awarded the, a penalty to Melbourne Victory for a 4 0 Lewis hat trick. The Clisby one? The Clisby, yeah, Clisby. That was stiff. That, no, that really was a stiff decision, in my opinion. You thought it was out of the box? Yeah, well, um, I think it was inconclusive. I, you probably have to stick with the referee's call, don't you? Yes. Uh, yeah, but like, it's. Uh, well, I'm saying it's it's stiff. Uh, I know handballs in the box are a contentious issue at the moment in uh, uh, all competitions across the world. Uh, coaches are uh, voicing their displeasures, but I think it was stiff. Not saying it's incorrect. I think it's stiff because uh, you, the referee uh, views it differently. Then they wouldn't be turning it into a penalty. Borderline when it's that close, but obviously, like his hand, you, you can't have your hands in an unnatural position, which which Clisby did. So, you know, it's it's there. And, all right, stiff. Yeah, stiff. Like, like, you know, if the referee, like, half-second call, like, if it's in the box or not in the box, and then VIR's obviously going to back the penalty, it's stiff that, like, that's how the penny fell. Stiff for Jack Clisby. 
Sorry? Stiff for Jack Clisby. Hmm. <laughs> That's a fair response to that comment. All right. Moving forward, this is something we've done once before. I figured, you know, we'll, we'll give it another go. It's called Demo Decodes. I was having a, a yarn with some bloke on Twitter. With Richarlison doing his bloody pigeon dance and Zadkovich just two-footing him. Nothing grinds my gears more. Get ready, Damo. This is some serious stuff. So basically, I peruse the Reddit like a child, and uh, a lot of A-League Redditors come up with certain issues that they want solved. You know, they've got some problems that they, they want answers for. And Damo, as a bit of an expert on various things, is going to give it his best to try and figure them out. Now, Andy, Nick, feel free to jump in if you've got some thoughts on these particular questions as well. Obviously, sure. this is a communal podcast we like to share. Damo, are you ready? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. ready. Beep bop. <laughs> That's it. Peter <laughs> says no. <laughs> so, this one posted by uh, Redditobes simply says, "How would you fix the Perth glory?" So obviously they're struggling at the moment. Uh, didn't get that purchase, that buyout that they were hoping for. Once a powerhouse, had lots of success back in the day, but they've been bad for a very long time now. Had some fraudulent coaches in the past, and they're kind of a bit of a laughing stock, if we're to being totally honest. So, Damo, how would you fix Perth Glory? <laughs> no pressure. Oh, I think you've you've sort of just yeah mentioned it there. Like you got you got to find an owner. Mm. Uh, be able to sell the club. Uh, mm. Come on, like one of the most historic uh, football clubs in Australia, like in A League terms uh so there's the history there obviously it's it is difficult being the only wa club and yeah. having to travel copious amount of kilometers uh copious kilometers I like that. <laughs> so they, they have everything stacked against them but what they also don't have stacked against them is a whole state to mm -hmm. choose players from, uh, s scout, network, uh, just get everything back to basics, you know, start out from the grassroots again, start building the club up, get, obviously keep, like having a good manager like Alan Stachic is only good if everyone around him knows what they're doing and mm. I'm not saying that they don't know what they're doing, but I think they just need to kind of touch grass a little bit and get back to basics yes. of what works. And obviously, some dodgy shit's gone on in in the past. I think they need to definitely sort themselves out on that front, and then we may start to see a little bit more fruit being bought. Fruit situation. We do love fruit. Mm, actually, no, I don't. I don't yeah, like fruit. Me neither. We have that in common. <laughs> yeah, Anti-fruit. You can't say it's like a current squad issue because they have a they have a fairly decent squad. Uh, but I, th I just think, and they've got a good coach, but it's just a, a matter of, I don't know, a footballing focus, a, like a technical focus or something. I don't know. I can't put my mm. finger on it. And I think this all just stems from not having... An owner, like 
proper leadership. A proper leadership, yeah. yeah. Like a vision. Okay. Uh, I feel you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Strong decoding. Um, number two, I've only done two for this one because I feel like this topic will take a bit of time to kind of get into. Uh, Nick has already foreshadowed this earlier in the podcast, but this is posted by IR Human. <laughs> Nestri Irinkunda, media coverage and social commentary. So it's a very long post. I won't read it all, but basically... Nestri Erinkunda, since the Bayern Munich move got confirmed, has been under a very watchful eye of the media and very critical eye of the media because, quite frankly, his performances have dropped off and I think it's impossible not to kind of connect the dots there in terms of the extra scrutiny and, and the dip in performance. So, uh, Damo, the media coverage of Nestri Erinkunda affecting his gameplay, how does that get fixed, if possible? It's, it's a really difficult scenario obviously he he's his harshest critic and he he, he mm. knows that obviously there's a lot riding on him yep um himself so that is that that's not ideal putting he's only 17 as putting well. pressure on yourself to yeah exactly you're a young 17 year old uh you're still probably going through puberty uh there's a lot happening around around you so obviously having having a footballing career and obviously one of the biggest clubs in the world signing you there's a lot of pressure on you and I somewhat agree with Roy O'Donovan's sentiment that he needs possibly some time away just to kind of get his head mm. head right and realise hey it's just it's just a game obviously there's a lot riding on it and stuff but you need to put yourself first and you need to get yourself right before you can do anything. So See, for me, like I, I understand that, but for Roy O'Donovan to say that publicly, um, that, you know, okay, this kid is, is not dealing with his emotions well and needs to step away from the game, I feel like that's so harsh and maybe better said in private uh, rather it than probably is. But mm. this is this is the bloody nature of football these days is there's a lot of a lot of people there's a lot of talk about obviously and it's not just in Australia Australia is a very very lenient country when it comes towards footballing scrutiny obviously you go to South American countries Europe they don't care how old someone is they, they, they will bloody rip into you if if you've not played well enough, or if you're not doing as good as you might might have been uh, touted to be, so so for you, you think it's on Nestory uh, to to sort it out himself and, and kind of take no, the steps necessary not. to get um, there. His coaches need to kind of mm-hmm. yeah, okay, help him through this, and that's that's what Roy Donovan said. He needs someone to put an an arm around his shoulder and just guide him through it because. Yeah. It's it's a very, very difficult thing trying to make it in this game and there's little wonder no one in the last twenty years has been able to do that for Australia. Okay. Well well Andy, I'll ask you, like, should mm. the media and and the kind of treatment of this kid be criticized? Because people have been very harsh, you know, we saw Bruce Gita basically say that um you know He's just dealing with it terribly and, and 
should come under the criticism he's been getting. Like, is that you know, a little bit too much? Yeah, it's a, it's a fine line, isn't it? Um, you know, like, I guess the media, it's partly their job to, to criticise players when they're not performing up to standards. But, um, yeah, you do mm. also need to take into to account that he is literally still a kid, like he's not even legally an, an adult yet. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like uh, if he really does want to, you know, have a successful career in football overseas or wherever it might be, um, that's just part of playing professional football at the top level, you know. Like, you've got to be able to, to deal with scrutiny. And um, I feel like now, you know, people shouldn't be as harsh on him because he's obviously still learning and um, he'll, he'll get better at dealing with scrutiny as he gets older. But, you know, if, if you think back mm. to when, when you were 17 and how you might be uh, be taking it all if, if you were in his shoes... Um, I think uh, I don't think there'd be too many seventeen-year-olds that would be, you know, taking it a lot better. So, um, yeah, I've I've got faith in him. I think he can, you know, um, put it all behind him and, um, you know, have a great rest of the season and um, prove the critics wrong. But, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a fine line. But um, yeah, he does need to get used to to some level of scrutiny for sure. Even though he is so young. Um, it's going to be it's going to be there whenever he does make a mistake, and you know everyone's human, so he will make mistakes. So it's just a part of playing professional, and um, yeah, he'll have to get used to it. But yeah, it's a, as I said, it's a bit of a fine line. I, uh, yeah, I also just have to say, like, I just think it's mm. just bullshit that we're we're talking about it because mm. yeah, that's, that's it, what it's saying. really not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, it's it is uh, normal, isn't he's it? Like just, it's just know, the fact that he's so young. It's right. It's because he's the the golden child of you know Australian yeah. football in the last five years, ten years. So yeah. it's, it's always going to happen, and it's the same thing that happens to American bloody wonder kids, and yeah, yeah, and, there's and, just so and much sport. pressure on on them to. Yeah, on them to do so well. Yeah, and it's not that easy. It's not. It's not so. It's not linear. It's not. No. Oh yeah, they'll be, they'll be there in five years. There's always setbacks. Yeah, yeah. No matter how and, good you and, are. Uh, That's right. Yeah, and it's been two games. Two games. Yes. Yeah, exactly. For fuck's sake! Like, <laughs> okay, at the end of the season, if he hasn't added anything. Towards his goals or assist tally. Okay, fair enough. It's been two games. He still came. He came close a couple That's of right. times against Brisbane. All his uh, other stuff he did in the game, honestly, like some of the movements, some of the dribbling, pass players, 1v1 technical ability was honestly nothing that I've ever seen from any other Australian player. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Again, over bloody... Overreaction, over nothing, over a seventeen-year-old who's had two poor performances compared to what we know we've come to be used to from him. So it's a nothing for me. All right, fesh out. Consider it all decoded. Now this next one, um, it's like a half decode. It's a half burning question, but I've combined it into a burning question overall because it's for Nick. Oh, so, this is Damo Decode. It's not Nick Decode. I know. Just slide in. 
Nikki's having a moment here. This is important. This, this is, is this important. is more like Nick knows. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Nick knows Nick the answer. Knows. <laughs> um, I forget the. I've, I've already closed the tab, so I'm sorry, Reddit user. But yeah, you'll be fine. Basically, just there's been lots of positive remarks about Paramount Plus this year. People seem to be really liking it. And the burning question goes thusly: Has Paramount Plus become a legitimately good service? No. <laughs> For the first time ever, I've been the most patient with it, but for the first time ever, I was trying to watch it while playing footy manager and I couldn't get the stream to work. I just gave up. <laughs> Simple as that. Yep. Okay. Was it an issue on your end or Paramount? Nothing more needs to be said. Sorry? Was it an issue on your end or Paramount's end? Oh, Paramount's, yeah. Paramount's, yeah. It kept crashing. Mm. Yeah, they, they did lose good. pictures um, um, yeah. on Friday night during the Perth um, and City game for about a good five minutes. There was a message on the screen that said, "We apologise <laughs> for the loss in pictures," and you could hear like that, you know, the the crowd and the, the ball kicking around and stuff, but no commentary or or vision. That was yeah, solid five minutes. <laughs> That's very weird. Lucky there was no goals in that time. <laughs> Would have been living. Not just Paramount either. I remember I was watching a Test cricket once. And um, the buddy, they lost feed of the cameras in Brisbane, and this was in COVID when they were all doing remote commentary, and no one knew what was happening. There was no commentators at the ground. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. Uh, any, any, anyhow, um, I feel like sports streaming services are the future. A-League doesn't have uh, enough market share to go on free-to-air like the AFL does or the NRL or Test Cricket. I think... Paramount's probably, apart from, uh, I know it'd probably be better if it went to a streaming service that already has a lot of sports that people are paying for, but Paramount's probably okay because it is relatively cheap. Um, it's not too expensive. Yeah, it's not like KO. Uh, it is, like, they've, they've the right ideas there, but maybe they've just backed the wrong horse. There's not much, uh, there's not many good shows on Paramount Plus either, although they do <laughs> advertise the fuck out of some shows. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone's in particular? Pulsar King. NCIS yeah. um, Sydney. The, the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah. Last, the last King of the Cross. What's the uh, be watching that, surely. What's the Foo Fighters? <laughs> oh, the Foo Fighters. I want uh, to see the Foo Fighters. The Anthony Hawkins. <laughs> the Taylor Hawkins. Oh, Taylor Hawkins, yeah. Uh, tribute concert. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. <laughs> there we go. Uh, the well, advertising's worked. Fantastic. Uh, have you, I've been watching Criminal Minds. <laughs> Fair shout. Okay. I've been watching my my latest show to watch uh, lately. Curb your enthusiasm. Oh, so I Goodfellas. Fantastic movie. Oh Jesus! You can also watch uh. Top Gun Maverick. On Paramount oh, Plus. Oh, yeah, true. That's pretty good. It's That's pretty good. It's actually a really good. good movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Paramount Plus has some wins, but not quite a legitimately good pants. service. <laughs> Bloody hell, mate. All right, we're going to move forward to some news. We love news. Nothing too crazy to talk about. Uh, the APL have, have hired the Wellington Phoenix chairman to chair the board over there at the APL. So good for that bloke. What's his name? Rob Morrison. Great name. But a few injuries, so Matt Leckie and Jamie McLaren, both under an injury concern. Uh, Le- Leckie yeah. with a hamstring injury. Just just to make the, um, the night McLaren worse. McLaren dealing. 
Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> uh, McLaren, a bit of an ankle issue for him. I don't think either a two-major lecky possibly could be a bit of a yeet. Yeah, um, And also, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's fractured his, uh, fractured his cheek. Oh, bones, yeah, so... I saw that. Bloody hell, they looked bad. Yeah. Um, first of all, Andy, how how you feeling about those uh, Melbourne City injuries? Oh, mate. For just as I thought it couldn't get any worse. Yeah, not not feeling great. And we we only just got lucky back, as well after a long yeah. injury spell. So, oh. yeah, it's uh, not looking good. Unfortunately, we need him. Lads, you know yeah. how I said that Gion Book were playing Bangkok United, but it was away from home for a uh, for a uh, Book. I, I I misinformed the podcast. John oh, no. actually at home, so we're in strife here. More fact-checking needed for the <laughs> four-man wall. So, oh, so no. Been told. No good. I have oh, sorry. Sorry, Not myself. for the first time. Hey, go some, on, Nick. You, you know, uh, Mass Luongo's tearing it up. Yes. Yes. And, and you know, Ips, he's playing for Ipswich Town. Yeah. Ipswich, Ipswich Town currently... Sitting second, second Sixth. on the table... Second up the table, uh, them and Leicester City, best ever starts to a championship season after 20 games. Bloody hell. And, and Massimo Luongo is getting some good game time there. Hell yeah. Shout out to Massimo. That's what we like to hear. That's some positivity for the podcast. Oh, Ipswich is actually want. top. My bad. Ooh. That's all, that's all on Luongo as well, surely. None <laughs> of their other players matter. It's all Massimo yes. Luongo. Gun. Superstar. Um, I also forgot uh, Musa Toure is going to be out for quite a while after. Uh, yeah, what happened? His groin. Quad. A groin injury. A groin. Yeah, well, Fucking hell. Well, according me. to Seven News, Adelaide, it's his quad. Uh, quad. I thought it was Sorry. a quad. Yeah. Similar, similar part of the leg. <laughs> groin is not on the leg, bruv. Where's the groin? The groin, Nick. It should be self-explanatory. It runs down the your groin. inside your leg. Oh. Yeah, it's, the oh. groin's on your leg. Okay, fine. I'll I'll take the L on that one. Just because just because it's uh, used as a, a polite way of explaining other regions of your body, <laughs> which is factually correct, doesn't mean it's not also a part of your leg. Fair enough. All right, but yeah, so Musa Toure is going to be out for a while, which is a blow because he was playing pretty well. He's a big blow, and he was that. He's well, he's still linked with. Uh, well, he's not Central Coast. Formerly linked, but Nick Montgomery is a huge fan. Yep. And uh, seems like a move to Hibernian is certainly on the cards. But obviously, Hibernian. with the uh, the injury, it, it's it's not looking good. And you obviously tell very similar similar to uh, um very distraught coming mm. off the pitch. So. Yeah, Adelaide need to get some sports psychologists yeah. in. I reckon. I think yeah. these guys are just are putting way too much pressure on themselves. Mm. That is an issue with playing lots of young guys. Like they don't it, necessarily... it, it certainly is. Mm. But Nick, Mon- Nick Montgomery allegedly interested in quite a few Australian youngsters. Um, yes. To bring over to Hibernian. Cash. You know who I can just see going to Hibernian? I can just see Josh Nisbet. <laughs> As, that has Hibernian written all over it. It's like uh, Josh Nis, Josh Nibset, Lewis Miller, Kevin Nisbet. I think he still plays for Hibernian as well. So mm. you can just have a, a Nisbet. <laughs> Got to have a Nisbet. Nisbet Got to have a Nisbet team. I like that. 
Yes. Oh, oh. Bangkok United in the lead after six minutes. Ooh. Oh, yes. That's good. Love it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Bangkok. We've got to wrap this up before we, um, so we can watch uh, Bangkok hopefully win. But uh, last burning questions of the, of the night. It's to do with that Matt Ryan injury. So he's fractured his cheekbone. He may not be uh, available for the Asian Cup, which is um, tough. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Kevin Nisbet plays for uh, Millwall now. Sorry. Uh, there we go. Fact-checking yet again. We're killing it today. Quality journalism. <laughs> but Andy, who should be our starting keeper if Matty Ryan can't get fit? Ooh, well, I hope he can get fit. But yeah, if he can't, um, I reckon Joe Gouch is the um, obvious choice for me. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I can't see anyone else at this stage anyway um, stepping up into that role um, in front of Gouchy. Um I, I really like him, uh, you know, as a player. He's a he's a cool operator. He's um he seems like he's got a good cool. good head on his shoulders. Very mature. He's um even when he you know has a great game and gets a clean sheet, he's always talking about um you know what he what he can still do better next time. Um you know in his post match press conferences and things like that. So he definitely seems like a player that's. I mean, all players should be trying to improve all the time, I guess, but. He, um, yeah, he really seems like he's very driven um, and wants success for the team. So, um, yeah, I think he's got a big future for Australia um, in terms of uh, keeper for the Socceroos. So, yeah, what what better time than now to get him some um, some game time for the Socceroos when it actually counts? I think he's got just the one cap so far against Ecuador um, back in March when we had those friendlies, but... Um, yeah, if, you know, touch wood, Matty Ryan can't get up for the Asian Cup. Um, it's a super important tournament, and I think it would be uh, a great learning experience for him. And, yeah, that's who I'd pick uh, next in line. Especially since, you know, your main competition is probably Tommy Glover and he's not playing. Yeah, exactly. Not, not getting enough minutes. Mm, you, you, whoever's yeah. keeping for the soccer is needs to have a lot of, you know, minutes under their belt and recent match, um, you know, match experience. So, I yeah. think Redmayne could definitely do a job. No. Oh, no. Or no. If, if Redmayne's not there, I think Vuka. Vuka. He's <laughs> no. playing really well. He's retired from international, hasn't he? Well, it doesn't matter. Get him back. <laughs> no. This is crisis. No. no. Fraudulent. Fraudulent takes from Damon Sarah. Um, if you want to bring a veteran in, bring back Mitch Langerak. Absolutely. What about? Yes. Nah. Oh. <laughs> That's it. What about? What about? Uh, you can't think of what about else. Lawrence Thomas? Lawrence Thomas, I'd like. Yeah, what be, about yeah. Maynard Brewer? No, nah, not ready. <laughs> yeah, I honestly think at this moment in time, it has to be Joe Gouty. What about Maddie Acton? No. No. Fuck off. Oh, God, no. Macklin Freak. Yes! Brisbane Raw! Brisbane Raw lives again. It's Macklin Freak time. What about Matthew Sutton? <laughs> okay, let's just, just not yeah, name every single Australian right, yeah. keeper. <laughs> what about yeah, Jay yeah. Gibson? No, Jack that's Gibson. Enough. No, enough. I'd say uh, yep, Joe Gauchi for me. And if not Joe Gauchi, then Lawrence Thomas, give him a go. Okay. Last thing to do on this beautiful podcast. You guys are killing it today, may I just say. We're going to split the wall.
Yes. Now, this is a fun little segment. We're going to have two of our uh, co-hosts esteemed. here debate. Yes, quite esteemed, in fact. Look at him. This is Damo's getting all esteemed. <laughs> getting We're going to debate a topic, 60 seconds each. Yeah, getting a bit steamy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick is the reigning champion, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. <laughs> and you will be debating Damo today. So. Oh. Oh, easy money. Easy dub. Easy he's money. Confident. Oh, he's confident. <laughs> All right. Easy Bloody hell. <laughs> so um, the the question, I've seen some people complain on the Reddits over how shit some of the branding is in the A-League. Oh. Certain clubs look like they've been designed by a, you know, high school graphic designer. Brand, stuff like, like that. Branding on... on, mm. on, on <laughs> Your logos. Logos? Your logos. For, yeah, on, that's on, Shirts or on on A League A League clubs and their logos. Okay, okay, and their and their sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the the club crests. Oh, the club crests, like the, just the logo yeah. itself as a whole. Yeah, I mean, like this guy was complaining about everything, okay. but I feel like it would, it, we should be a bit more specific. So it would just be who has the worst logo then. Yeah, that is correct. That's okay, the well, well, that's yeah, a... let's go then. All right, <laughs> Damo's keen. He's ready to go. Nick, you get first choice. Do you? Are you ready? Uh, Damo can go first. Fuck, you love doing this, don't you? Bloody hell! All right, Damo, you happy to go first? Um, yes. All right, okay. Bit of a curveball, but I'll take it. Sixty seconds starts in three, two, one, go. Well, I'm not too sure where this guy's been. But uh, I think you just can't look any further than Western United. I mean, okay. this is just <laughs> some of the best Microsoft uh, art usage <laughs> that's been utilised in the last 10 years at least. Because I, co- I can just go onto my keyboard and find the W and <laughs> I'm halfway to creating a... Uh, crest that is picture perfect in any every way shape of form uh similarly to the central coast mariners uh wave and soccer mm. ball very very good stuff there <laughs> by whoever designed that very good stuff. incredible <laughs> and you got the balls with a ball. You're just arguing one team. You gotta pick one. One team. <laughs> That's your time. You're supposed to pick one pick team. Pick one team. <laughs> yes. I thought he was just taking shit on everyone. No, you're supposed. The question was which Ailey club has the worst branding? Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you want to start but again? But it had to be said. No, it had to be said. It had to be, <laughs> it had to be said. It had to, you had to get it out there. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, you, Nick, just, you could just you... cut it at the end of the Western nah. United bloody. I don't know if I want to. That was hilarious. All right, um, Nick, are you ready to pick one team? Yeah, just give me one second. <laughs> okay, are you googling the logo? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all Western. All right, United I'm ready to team. go. I'm ready to go. All right. Okay. But Three. I implore you to Google this with me once I start saying it. Three, two, one, go. Mate, the year is 2033. 
The A-League's yeah. finally got pro-rail. And the shittest logo in the league is the GV Suns. Golden <laughs> Valley Suns. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It's absolutely shite-housing, mate. First off, this image I'm looking at isn't even high-res. It's a bit blurry. You call it the Golden <laughs> Valley Suns, but that doesn't even look like a sun. That looks like a star, like the star of Nauru. Um, you know, if you, learned, if you know the flag of Nauru, you know what I'm talking about. One, you called the... And then, two, you called the Suns, but there's no, like yellow or red sun you know it's a white star going behind is that is that sun rising to the north it's meant to rise from the east and set to the west and what's with the orange stripes you know it's you got navy colors for the suns the suns are meant to be yellow red fierce this is like a bedtime story bro <laughs> you and purple can be pretty shit logo too i guess okay. <laughs> Well done. You well, always make this hard for me. It's um, I'll oh. just chip in a little bit there. Like, <laughs> oh. it was a question. How long we got? About about an A League team. Yes, Ooh, true. Yeah, yes. but but, but the parameters weren't set to the current A League clubs. Oh. It could have been. You know, it's it set your minds to twenty thirty three. Goulburn Valley Suns in the A League. Mm. Yeah, but the not Golden Valley happen. Suns aren't even. They're not even in the. <laughs> the, the the um, national mm. second division, mate. In ten years' time, Greg, Greg, and Alu are back at the GV Suns on doing a bit of you know, uh, doing a bit of freestyle. vocational work. Yeah, doing a bit of freestyle. They're, That's what they. They're doing do. a bit of returning to the homeboy club and getting them um, doing the road to glory. Okay, um, Damo, you argued for three teams. <laughs> But your Western United argument was very good. I like the yeah, Microsoft. That, that um, was uh, very entertaining. Shout out there, that was great. Uh, Nick, you nailed it with your criticism of this particular logo. But this particular logo is of a club that's not even vaguely close <laughs> to the A League. Oh, um, and the they've produced the high quality players in Western United. That the JV Suns <laughs> objectively did a perfectly speaking. good job of uh, replicating the Melbourne victory. <laughs> no, they have not. And, and, if anything, if anything, it looks like the Adelaide United logo. Oh, yeah, the best. Adelaide United. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, this is the same shape. It could be both. Could be Sydney FC and even. Perth Where's Glory's this? logo. Could, could be half. So many half options, lads. Yeah. So many options. All the logos it's look that the same. Shape or a circle. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Damo because oh, he was. <laughs> I was disadvantaged. I had to. I had to be unique because Damo took like one quarter of the clubs from me. <laughs> That's just good strategy, mate. That's just good strategy. He's been clever. Melbourne Victory's emblem uh, logo. If we're if we're being honest, is like dog dog shit. <laughs> Agreed. Shut up! I'm getting called from John. Stop it. Jesus Christ, John. You take the oh call, take God. the call, take the call. No, I'm not taking the call on bloody mate. while we're recording. So, Jesus. It'd be funny. <laughs> it's all, The podcast has already been funny. The, I think the well, A-League is now 20 years old and Melbourne Victory still have their... The same, same logo? Same crest that looked shit 20 <laughs> years ago. Fucking <laughs> hell. It, it's good. It's honestly just good, good marketing, like. <laughs> It's just, it's the big V, it's mate. The, it's good it's banter. It's the big V, but it's, it's shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think we'll wrap up the podcast here. I've had lots of fun. I hope you guys have as well. Always. Apparently, oh, yeah. apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyone got any parting comments for us? Uh, uh, nah. Go, uh, come on, go Bangkok, Bangkok United. Yeah, exactly. John L. Yeah. 
Uh, you need to go to uh, Trash or Treasure and you need to find yourself some treasure because <laughs> Ross is doing a lot better job at finding treasure than you are at the moment. <laughs> I think uh, the, only, the, the way out for Wisted United is to do is to do a little uh, cheeky brother swap, you know? Swap the twins around. Yeah, yeah. family and swap. And a logo swap. <laughs> Phil family swap. That's... Oh, Jeepers Creepers. If, if you enjoy the podcast today, check us out at Online Hub Media, www.onlinehubmedia.com. If you write in a comment, you'll get some free pesto from Damo. Hell yeah. This has been the Four Man Wall. Thank you all. How much do you hate Sydney FC? Oh, as much as I hate them. <laughs> it's a fair bit. I just you don't think hate that... them. You're meant to be impartial. You're on. You're in a footballing podcast. I am. And <laughs> God, I hate over the too. last couple of years, I've begun to hate them. But I think this game uh, really didn't change that. <laughs>